0: Hello everyone and welcome in. It's Aaron St. Dennis, the FF Mad Scientist. I'm joined by Jesse Moeller at jmoler 5 and Jeremy Shulman at FF underscore rebel. We are here for the NFL week 13 NFC home game previews. We've got seven of them. They are Eagles 49ers browns rams packers chiefs dolphins commanders lions saints panthers bucks and we kick it off with the thursday nighter seahawks and cowboys how's it going guys
1: just i'm doing it i'm just reading people complaining at home leagues about trade blocks and not trading players where they're like i actually don't want to trade this guy so i'm, I'm like all right i'm not dealing with this right <laughs> job right now <laughs> it's always funny to us so, uh yeah well between that and, minutes, and uh Nat and tony romo in your background bro yeah, uh, we he's got, dropping it. Got a
2: couple of, oh, yeah. man. Sucker hey, robo. Oh, that, was
1: a, that was against the Seahawks, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Those magical playoff game. Let me tell you what. Oh,
2: well, uh, I'm all about uh, this guy this week. <laughs> Rashi <laughs> Rice. My man. Hanging with him. Not in the NFC, but we'll talk about him today.
0: Have you ever met his brother? Who are we talking about? Washi Weiss.
2: Oh, boy. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> We're not going there. Listen, between uh, – you know, Des and whatever else is happening, uh, we're just gonna <laughs> stay, away from all of that.
1: stay away from all of that. Oh, Jeremy trying to not get us canceled, we don't, we don't despite need, my
0: best efforts. Even
1: a, yeah, uh, we don't, need to talk we about don't Mom. even no, really talk about that stuff. Yeah,
0: Jeremy's water bottle disappears oh. into his green screen. It's kind of cool. It looks like you're, anyways. All right, let's get it's in here. here. We're off to a stellar show, as always. I've taken us right off the fucking rails because that's what I here. do. All right. Tonight, Seahawks at Cowboys. Uh, as you can see, we've got the matchups on the screen there 23rd best matchup for Gino, 16th best in that matchup for Dak. I believe Dak is probably top five or six for me, and Gino's a high end QB too. What do you guys got?
1: Um, yeah, D- Dak's MVP right now, like he's playing at an sort of oh. absurd level, He he has the highest. Um, the lowest turnover-worthy throw rate in the NFL and the highest big-time throw rate in the NFL. And there's only been, like, a couple people that have done that. And, the course, here's, like, Brady a couple years ago, and Philip Rivers like, oh nine. No. Like, Dak's playing just on a nuclear level. So, yeah, it, Dak's top five for me. Like, yeah, I missed that.
0: Dak's one for me. Yeah, he's yeah. he's up there. I haven't looked at him ranking Jeff. He's one. Like, it Dak wasn't top great. five. He's one. <laughs> yeah. The Seahawks
1: defense uh, has not been good.
2: How's the secondary? Are they all healed up there, Jesse?
1: I mean, kind of, sort of, but we got guys that just kind
0: of sort of. Like, Jamal
1: Jamal Adams is not what he once was, so he has his issues in coverage as always. Reek Wallen got benched, so I they haven't really come out and said how they're going to play this game with like since he got benched last week. So we'll see. So I don't know. I mean, and Witherspoon's been like he's been their best defensive back, but it's kind of it's just up in the air right now. So yeah, going against this passing attack is not promising for the Seahawks. Let's just say it that way.
2: Yeah. I feel that but one thing i do like about dallas we know uh that's a great defense but one thing i like about zach is uh uh, parsons fowler uh mozzie smith of course um jaron curse all these guys are potentially not going to play or dealing with some sort of uh minor injury or illness so uh, it's possible the dallas d isn't as great uh as usual and they kind of let up some points to the seahawks so yeah um i'm a full go on Dak for sure gino uh, I have to in a spot or two, but no thanks.
0: Uh, I, I don't believe anything you just said. You know who Geno's leading receiver is going to be? Daron Bland. <laughs>
2: yeah. it's possible. It's certainly it is possible. Possible. He will lead the Seahawks in
0: touchdown passes. <laughs> what do you guys oh, have, Geno? Oh. I've got him at seventeen.
2: Uh, let's see. He is... He's I been he's been be a disaster. 18?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. It's not, I mean, like I, the vibes are bad. The vibes are very bad.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's as much a regression for Gino as it is just this injury and whatever he's he's trying to play through. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks, uh, so you hope to see him turn it around. But San Francisco last week was abysmal. Dallas isn't going to be much better, uh, and then San Francisco again. So he won't turn it around until Philly in Week 15 if he's fully healthy. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, I'm I'm going to sit
1: him if I can. So yeah, he's not t- on the. He's on the injury report this week, so I guess he's healthy. But who knows? I, yeah.
0: After ten years of sucking, is it possible his one good year may have been an anomaly last year? Like, this isn't. It's not like it's not he was good for ten years, and this is his one down year. This is what he's been. This is his best season through ten years, if you exclude last year.
1: Yeah, here's like here's,
2: the the only thing I want to say is like, yes, we're we're quick to say that, and I understand that. But at the same time, we're seeing the detrimental effects of terrible offensive line play with Patrick Mahomes, with Josh Allen. All of these guys are suffering because their O-line is is regressing. All right, Uh, Geno isn't doing much better in that regard than the Seahawks. Uh, They can run the ball, uh, but they certainly are having difficulty pass-protecting for him. Uh, I'm not going to throw it all to Geno automatically sucks. Uh, I just think they need to figure out uh, better ways to pass-protect.
1: Yeah, it's – so, like, last year he had a, a bunch of turnover-worthy plays. Like, he was up near top of the league. He just didn't have the turnovers. He got a little bit lucky. It's regressing this year, and you're seeing kind of hit hard. So, he kind of is who he is at this point. I think he's a fine enough quarterback, but, like, leading you to a championship or anything like that, like, that just doesn't seem like it's in the range of options for him. But for fantasy-wise, like, I think you could do worse than Gino because you're talking about they have injuries in the Cowboys and stuff. But, yeah, the vibe – like, if you're starting him, you just got bad, bad vibes. You're like, oh, gosh, all right, I'm playing Gino Let's, let's just hope this works out because this
0: Running back, we have Zach Charbonnet, who's not getting a great matchup, despite his potential to be a league winner. Winner with what I assume is Ken Walker out. I don't know if it's official. Yeah. I, is it official? Pretty much. I think it is. Um, I'm yeah, assuming he's I out. I think so. And I think he's not gonna play. Fourth best yeah. matchup for Tony Pollard. I have hmm. them. Pollard at five. I don't have Zach Charbonnet all that high. He's an RB two for me. He's twenty four. Bad matchup. I don't know if I like them in this offense. His workload's going to be there. He. I could certainly be wrong, but maybe I'll move him up. But for now, he's he's an RB two for me, but a low end one. Where, where are you guys at with these two?
1: Same range, like it's it makes sense. And Pollard, the regressions hitting in a in a great way, where he could be just like a monster down the stretch, right? It's the volume, yeah, the, the role, everything. The matchups yeah. are so,
0: hitting. That's what the regression. The ma- yeah. he said three weeks in a row where he's been a top five matchup. What was it? Yep. The Carolina last week, and the week before was what? Washington or
2: uh know, Giants? Like,
0: yeah, it's been Washington three wonderful matchups. Week, yeah. Well, we get to the point where it was like, if Pollard doesn't smash here, he's done, and he smashed. Right. So. And then he he did. Had, <laughs> good. Thanks
1: for Max match. And I like, I mean, Charbonnet's yeah. role is so good. It's really hard to knock him. Like without Walker, he basically saw an absurd like role. It's just the offense struggled. And I don't think the offense will be as bad. So I expect him to have a better game than he did last week. So he should be fine as an RPG for you this week.
0: Yep. I'm looking up Pollard's playoff schedule here. It's
2: insane. It's uh, right. So he's Seattle. Then he gets Philly in week 14, which look guys like Tony Pollard and uh, Rashad White. These guys are game script proof because they're using the passing game, uh, they're using the rush game, so it doesn't matter if they're facing a good rushing defense. Uh, He can still perform against Philly. Uh, Playoff schedule is Buffalo, Miami, Detroit. Uh, I want every Cowboy, uh, but Tony Pollard and Dak Prescott especially.
0: I want to sell high on Tony Pollard is what I want. (laughs) I want to sell him after this game going into a bad stretch of games because as matchup proof as he has apparently is, he hasn't done much in bad matchups this year. So uh, I'd like to get one more good game out of him here. And if your uh, trade deadline hasn't passed, I'm selling Pollard. But you're more than welcome to hang on to him. Bye. The receivers here. Well, do I have any Pollard, Pollard in any leagues you're in? Let me see. Let's go. <laughs> I don't think I'm hey, that competitive. Wide receivers. We have the 28th best matchup for the Seahawks, 14th for the Cowboys. Lamb is a high-end one. I'm not sure where I have him, but I'm sure it's high. It is. It's two. He's at two. That's it. Um, then I think we have three Seahawks receivers who are all low end twos, low high end threes for me. I would be willing to bet all three of them are ranked somewhere around 25 to 35 for me in a cluster. Where do you guys have these? Oh, DK is my highest at 15. Where, what do you guys have?
2: Yeah, well, for me on the Dallas side, um, I, of course, CD lamb is gonna smash Gallup he can't play. I think the real question is Brandon Cooks. Uh, what do you think he's gonna do? He's very boom bust, right? Uh, he's kind of what we expected Gallup to be. Uh, yeah. and that's great, but it's not necessarily great um, when you know you're facing uh, offenses that are struggling, right? So uh, yeah, he could he could catch one or two, but I prefer a safer play in my flex uh, than someone like Brandon cooks and that safer play could be Jackson Smith and Jigba in the slot. Um, I have, you know, I have so
0: cooks at 32 one behind Jaden Reed. And that feels right. Like Jaden Reed feels like he has more upside, but the same volatility. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean more mouse to feed in green Bay. Right. Um, but I think uh, with Dallas and with cooks, he's there. Um, the problem is he isn't getting the targets. Uh, the last two weeks, just four and five targets for Cooks. Uh, he is converting them, which is nice. Um, but I'd like to see that number a bit higher. Um, but the same issue in Seattle, right? You just don't know where the ball is going every week.
1: Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. It's like the Seattle offense, it circulates around those three wide receivers, but DK has been their best wide receiver and he will continue to be their best wide receiver. His role is the best by far. He gets all the end zone targets, all that stuff, but it really hasn't worked out. Like it's been really up and down for Lockett and jsn as much as we liked him as a prospect has not lived up to that wide receiver one in the class overall there's uh, quite a few wide receivers i would prefer over him at this point in dynasty which says what it is but you know you, it can always get hit come on strong i can't talk sorry but come on strong and hit towards the end of the season it's just his role's gotten better it's just he hasn't fully stepped into like the wide receiver two range and i don't think that's going to happen for because they have Lockett, so he's kind of just capped so you need him to just be super efficient and you know maybe he gets some yak yards on this play so he is the lowest of these guys for me. Um, I have him, like, 40. Why was he 40? Yeah, it's 37. Then his Cooks at 30. And then, like, DK and Lockett are back-to-back. Like, you trust those guys over him. But, you know, it is what it is with him. Yeah, the Tyler. reason –
2: the I just Tyler. want to say the reason I like JSN is because he is getting – since the bye in week five, which is early, mm-hmm. uh, he is getting consistent yardage. Uh, the volume is a little inconsistent, and I'd like to see him uh, get a bit more than uh, four – three and a half, four receptions per game. But, um, you know, I, I think that can only continue to grow. The problem is uh, the tough matchups with San Francisco, Dallas, San Francisco again, um, that's the real issue. But uh, I think uh, he's going to be better down the stretch. Here.
0: Is there a way to mute his uh, his audio so that Jeremy can't hear me say, I agree with Jeremy?
1: <laughs> to do that, Jesse?
0: I don't want him to hear that get a big ego on him. I agree. <laughs> all right tight ends we have a bad matchup for both tight ends but i still have ferguson at 10 you can play him kickers bad matchup for myers i think he's playable he's really risky but i don't mind this spot i feel like they're going to uh get stopped a lot and be forced to long field goals i have myers actually i'm lower than i expected i think where the hell is he oh yeah i do i am at 15 you can play uh aubrey even in a mediocre matchup he is uh, three for me, so play him. You can play Myers if you want to. I want no part of the Seahawks DST, and I am starting the Cowboys. They are my DST number number four. How about you guys? Anything there um, that you uh, disagree with?
1: No. It's hard, to, it's hard to bench the Cowboys defense because they've been the best fantasy defense in the league, so you're going to ride with them against an the offense that's been suspect at best. And they pressure Geno, like then's when the turnovers come, so it could be a good game for them.
0: When I'm betting one of their defensive players on an anytime touchdown, you know you have to start the TSD. <laughs> That's what it's been like. <clears throat> Next up, we have a wonderful division battle here. Panthers at Bucks. We have the fourth best matchup for Bryce Young, and it doesn't matter. 29th best matchup for Baker Mayfield, and I'm still playing him over Bryce Young. That's how good his rookie year is going. I'm playing Baker Mayfield over him without question. Uh, I have them probably in the low teens. Baker at 14. I have Bryce Young at 22. And despite, like, I, I was talking about this the other day. This is the ugliest year I've ever seen for ranking quarterbacks. I have mm-hmm. Bryce Young as pretty much my worst of the starting quarterbacks. He's still at 22. And I have one, two, three, five, seven after him. But the seven after him are Boyle, Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, DTR, Ritter, and <laughs> like, if, once you get to it's 20. Rough. Like I have Stafford at twenty. I Stafford at nineteen. And then after that, it's Levis Browning, Bryce Young, and the guys we just talked about. Like it's rough. Once you yes, get past right. if you don't have one of the top 18 quarterbacks, especially this week with all the buys, you don't have a quarterback. Like it's freaking ugly. Yes.
1: Yeah. yes. Bryce Young is very much on the Trevor Lawrence path of just what the is going on in his rookie season this year, where it's just been a disaster. And so I'm curious like to see Frank how
0: Wright though. Frank Wright was a good coach. I don't did, you
1: see, did you hear that? He didn't want to involve RPO with Bryce Young because it didn't fit his offense. And I'm like, dude, that's what Bryce Young does. What are you doing? So I think there was a lot of <laughs> issues with that offense. Like yeah. he's being stubborn. He's an old guy. Didn't want to change it to fit his, his marquee quarterback. So ideally they set up, but the skill he position runs an so RPO. Bad, but... He's going to get killed. Hey, it's, I mean, it's sure. you got to give him something to mix up because this line is atrocious. The skill is player, So you got to find That's a way. That's the real issue. But, and Tampa's, Tampa's a good matchup to see what they're going to do. So, like, I think that he's okay. But, yeah, I'm starting him. I have zero confidence in Bryce Young this week. I'm starting him in the league. I have to start him. I don't want to start him. I have to start him. But, yeah, Baker's fine. For like, sure. you just roll with Baker. Like, it's – the vibes of Bryce Young are horrific right now. So, yeah, Baker, he's, yeah. like, my QB 16 or something, and I'm fine with that.
2: Yeah. I'm definitely starting Baker over Bryce. The problem is um, it's possible that you don't know with these Wednesday practice reports, but it's possible that um, Jeremy Chin, uh, J.C. Horn, and C.J. Henderson are all back for this game. Um, Henderson at least had a full practice, the other two limited. So uh, if that's the case, that's a huge upgrade on the back end. It's not going to matter much, but it may cut down uh, Baker's ability to get the ball deep.
0: I avoided this one in the survivor pool because how many times have we seen this where some dog shit team gets a new coach or their coach gets fired yeah. and they play like world beaters just for exactly. one week. So for, I, I anything's possible in though. this one? So yeah. What was that?
1: Oh, I said, look at the Raiders, Raiders. two weeks ago with Antonio Pierce. Uh, you know, they were like, fuck, yeah. fuck Josh. They're, 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 like, yeah. they're still doing it, man. They're still doing it. Yeah. So yeah, there could definitely be some of that. I just think the talent is much worse in Carolina than it is in Vegas right
2: now. Like NFL twenty twenty three is like uh, Raiders and Broncos on winning streaks. Like what are we doing here? Wild. (laughs) wild.
0: The running backs. We have the fifth worst matchup for the Panthers, who are a mess. I guess Hubbard's the one you start there. He's probably an RB three for me at best. I don't have any other uh, in my top fifty. On the Bucks, it's the third best matchup. Rashad White is my RB four this week thoughts nice the
1: the the vibes with white are so much better than where we started out and you're like oh he's inefficient well guess what now he's starting to get a little bit better and that volume's still there so rashad white is the zero rb king this year
0: Mm -hmm. bow down to him i was wrong about rashad white i will fully admit that like so yeah this is the zero rb season have you looked at like the top Mm -hmm. 15 ranks and running backs
2: every season aaron every season
1: I mean, look at Kyron zero Williams, the king. He's back, baby. Yeah, it's just this is what it is, right? It's CMC and just a bunch of scrubs doing it for you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I appreciate it, Smitty. <laughs> more yeah, that's like,
2: all right. <laughs> coming after you.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty funny. So yeah, like you just roll with White. Like you can't fade him; he's too good. It's just you lock him in your lineup, and you're good. Um, Hubbard is RB twenty nine for me. Miles Sanders is creeping on that role, so I do want to see. But the thing is, Hubbard takes all of the passing work, so. In the game against Tampa Bay, where they're not going to be able to run the ball, I think Hubbard should be much more effective. If you're starting one of those guys, Hubbard, yeah, it's Hubbard, and I'm not even touching Sanders. Like, I don't want to play Sanders. Like, it just, I don't see how Sanders succeeds. At least Hubbard could get some passing work where he can get you uh, points. I dropped
0: Hubbard or uh, I dropped Sanders this week in multiple leagues for either a kicker or a DST for for ones on bye. That's how bad it is for for Sanders right now. And I didn't even, I didn't even agonize. It's not one of those. Oh, I don't – yeah, it's just I see Miles Sanders, but –
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: And nobody yeah, picked and that, him up on waivers.
2: Yeah, and just goes to what you were saying about zero RB, Aaron, is Dead Miles Sanders, the ultimate dead zone running back this season, just totally dropped off the face of the earth. Meanwhile, Damon Rashad cares. White is a king, a PPR king, getting you 15 points a week. So it is what it is.
0: Wide receiver. You right one, you look Right. Yeah, yep. fourth best matchup for Adam Thielen, third worst for the Bucks. Uh, I feel like I have Evans the highest, mm-hmm. which I probably do. Let me check here. Evans, I think, is a wide receiver. He is. Where the hell is oh, he's wide receiver eight for me. Then I'm down on Thielen all the way to twenty-four, and Godwin's next up at twenty-nine. So uh I prefer Mike Evans pretty heavily here. How about you guys? Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. So his time with uh, Tom Brady, he actually murdered Carolina. Like he was just a one man wrecking crew against Carolina. Like we saw last year what he did in a championship game, the game before that, he had 15 targets and you go back to like 20, basically 2020 season. He's just been absurd. He's averaging over 20 points per game against Carolina. So like we are riding with Mike Evans. He's my wide receiver eight as well. The vibes are immaculate with Mike Evans this week. Fire him up, baby. It's like, it's Mike Evans season. He's just so yeah. much, been so much better than Chris Godwin. Like, the two are not even close in, in my rankings. I think Godwin is way down at – let me see where we're He is. If I can find him, he's wide receiver 35. So, like, there's a big clip between them. Um, and I'm feeling on the flip side I had to drop him just because I don't know how this usage is going to shake out with the new coaching staff and scheme. So, I don't think he's going to be our cheat code anymore. So, he's like wide receiver 30. It's just – I really don't know what to do with Thielen this week.
2: And on Godwin, like, uh, he's only hit wide receiver 35 once in the last month where he was wide receiver 34. <laughs> So it's It's terrible for him. I mean, he's getting, you know, seven targets a game, but he's not really connecting. And when he is, his just uh, yards per target are so low that uh, you just can't trust him. I like Trey Palmer. Uh, Not enough to really fire him up, but I do like that uh, the fact that his role can and probably should grow in this offense. On the other end, Mingo's a nice little dart throw, but you're right. It's Evans, maybe Thielen, and you're avoiding everyone else if you can.
0: Evans, I'm starting in this one for sure, and then I'm debating between Ayuk and Collins. I think it's Ayuk. Evans Ayuk. Let's
2: see. Uh what are the matchups?
1: Ayuk gets Philly. Yeah, gets I have
0: Philly. Ayuk. Oh, nice. Ayuk. Ayuk the monster.
1: Yeah. So it's Ayuk Evans. and Evans, yeah. Evans and Ayuk. Yeah. So. Not Christian. Lawson. All
0: right. Moving on. Tight ends here. We have a bad a good matchup for Hayden Hurst or whoever it is, Tommy Trumbull. Don't care, not playing him. Kate Otten gets a mediocre to low-end matchup. I don't really want to play him. I think I'd rather stash him. Having said that, he's probably – yeah, he's 13 for me, so he's on the borderline. He is playable. He's just not really someone I'm – I'm not really ready to buy in yet. The workload's there, but I'd like to just stash Uh, The Kickers, bad matchup for both Pinheiro and McLaughlin. I think I have them both ranked pretty low. McLaughlin at 17, Pinheiro at 23. Not great. And the DSTs are good matchup for the Bucks, bad matchup for the Panthers. I don't know what to make of this. Uh, The Bucks apparently score quite a bit. I have the Bucks as my DST. (sighs) Where the hell are they? But DST three and the Panthers are all the way down at oh, only 11. So I guess they're both startable for now. I don't know. I feel like I might bump the uh, Panthers down a bit, but this one kind of scares me because, you know, first game without a coach, or after their coach being fired, anything's anything's possible. What do you guys think? Their
1: defense has been so bad for fantasy. Like, they're, I think they're worse in the league for fantasy points, the Carolina Panthers' defense. So, like, I just don't want to touch them until I see better from them. Like, it's just – just stay away. And, yeah, Tampa, like, you get Bryce Young, you get turnovers. Like, it's just – fire him up, baby.
2: Yeah, and I don't hate K-Dotten this week. I mean, he's getting the looks. It's just, uh, you know, with uh, six teams on by, you might not have a better option. You have to play. Yeah.
0: Next, we are going to stay with the NFC South. Yay. Lions at Saints, in which which is a polarizing game for me because it's the two teams I like. I hate this. I hate when they play each other. All right, quarterbacks, that's where we're going to start. It is a great matchup for Derek Carr, fifth best. Low end matchup for Golf at twenty. And having said that, Golf I still have at eleven. Derek Carr at eighteen. And as I said, we've seen what it gets like when we're down at twenty, so that should indicate how much faith I have left in Derek Carr. He is eighteen. The cliff seems to be nineteen or twenty, so he is the break glass in case of emergency quarterback for now. For you guys, yeah.
1: Detroit's defense is atrocious right now, so like I don't actually mind firing up Derek Carr, but yeah, like what's the ceiling, right? Like you're talking about. And on the flip side, Goff's, Goff, Goff has struggled recently where these past two weeks where he's been turnover prone. He's just not been the same quarterback he was earlier in the year. I still have him ranked higher, but, like, they're really close in rankings. I think Goff's 11 and Carr's 16. And, honestly, don't feel great about either one. That's kind of where I'm at with his QBs this week. It's just – it's rough. But with the bias, you're starting either one. Like, I think you're happy to have them when it comes oh, out to it. We
2: Instead have of streaming and, and news.
0: that
1: is that Yeah, monster. Yeah, exactly. the Zach Ertz news.
0: Yes, as if I wasn't already high enough on Trey McBride, Zach Ertz was just released.
2: Yeah, no well, surprise. Trevor Charlie guy the go baby. He was released according to I don't know if this is um I got
0: it from Fantasy Pros.
2: No, no, I'm saying I don't know if it's uh just trying to hype him up, but released it in order to seek a job with a contender uh because he's probably he's certainly on his last oh, leg's awesome. legs, but that does mean that maybe he's uh healthy and finally, you know, uh Coming off off the IR, so I don't I don't know, but yeah, fire up Trey McBride.
0: And, and I it was, was divorced in, I was divorced in order to start a relationship with Scarlett Johansson. Let's see how that works. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: gonna sign well, with the Giants
2: or something. <laughs> listen, man, Patriots—they uh, tri- the love that shit. And you land in the jo- oh, Giants or whatever, whatever that phrase is. Um, for for quarterbacks here, Golf. Yeah, I mean it's more about the running backs. We'll talk in a second for Carr. Uh he's might be at, without Alabe this week. He's probably without Shaheed this week. Uh it's not looking pretty, so uh I'm avoiding if I can.
0: It is pretty if you're planning on streaming AT Perry this week. <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah, is we'll it, it though? Is no. it it's not. No tight no. we'll ends. John,
1: they're
0: both extremely high. Both
2: ends this week. Yeah, both that's,
1: are top 10. It's it's bonkers. Alvin What could go Kamara, wrong? Kamara. Right? 26 receptions. <laughs> Bob over honey.
0: Yeah. Running backs. We have 21st best matchup for Detroit, 30 best for uh the Saints. So not great for Kamara. I would assume he's still my highest ranked. He is Kamara is still fifth for me. I go all the way down to 16th for David Montgomery. Oh, uh, never mind. Gibbs is higher. Gibbs is at 10. So I have three top 16 backs in this uh, this week. That could be an indication, obviously, that we have six teams on bye. But I think there's at least three RB2s in this game, if not a couple yeah. of RB1s. For sure. Could be like, three RB1s. Yeah, it
1: could. Honestly, it could work out that way. Gibbs like Gibbs, is just money for fantasy. Like, he doesn't even have to have a giant role. But like his role is elite. David Montgomery, if he gets a touchdown, his role is elite. Like, both these guys are top 15 moving forward, like, every week. And Kamara, oh, yeah. they look like we're talking about, they have nobody else on the Saints. Literally nobody. Like, their wide receiver room is just Perry and the ghost of, I can't even tell you who's on the practice squad right now, some scrub that, like, nobody wants to talk about. So, yeah, it's Kamara, like, all day. <laughs> He's RB2. Those guys are both top 15. So, yeah, I'm ready with the role.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you can't hate it. And David Montgomery is doing what David Montgomery does. He's getting 15 touches. He's being efficient with them, and he's getting in the end zone. Uh, He's only not scored in one game that he's played this year. I mean, you just fire him up. He's a near lock for a touchdown. He's got that Jamal Williams role that Jamal Williams doesn't have anymore, and we see how terrible he's looking, right? David Montgomery is just in the sweetest spot in football, and uh, I like Monty, Gibbs, and Kamara. If I had to order them, it would be the opposite of that, Kamara, Gibbs, Monty, but still, uh, you got to save floor with uh, Montgomery there.
1: Yeah, we're seeing Monty. He's like a plus version of what Jamal Williams was last year because he gets receiving yeah. work too. It's like she's just a better player. Yep.
0: Is it possible like Detroit Lions are just the fantasy gold mine for like cheap running back goal line touchdowns every year?
1: Offensive line, yeah, they have a ton of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's fantastic. But see, it's the play same play. thing as Philadelphia, except the difference here is Jared Goff doesn't vulture all the goal lines. Could you imagine exactly how right. great DeAndre Swift would be if they didn't have Jalen Swift doing the tush-push? Jalen Hurts to do the tush push there and take all those touchdowns. Good God. Well,
2: well, imagine if uh, Anthony Richardson were healthy, right? Uh, Zach Moss would never be a
1: thing. So uh, just, you know, (laughs) it it just is what it is. Or Jonathan Taylor next year.
0: (laughs) Good God. Oh God, that's terrible. So, all right. uh, Wide receivers, six best matchup for the Saints. (laughs) For whoever plays, someone off the practice squad is going to have a great week. Uh 27th best matchup for the Lions. I am sure I have ARSB high. I do. He's third. My next best player in this game for receivers is going to be way down. Uh, A.T. Perry at 45 is my next best. And then I have J.M.O. at 49 for the Lions. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, I have a lot of my rankings but I don't expect him to play. He's, like, wide receiver 16. If he's in, like, I'm super thrilled to have him in because that would be a saving grace for Derek Carr. But, yeah, like, we're getting we're getting really down to it. I'm, like, slowing down the rankings, and I'm, like, oh, yeah, Khalil like, Josh Reynolds, all these guys are ahead of all the Saints dudes. Like, I just – it's Keith Kirkwood is the next highest, like, Saints wide receiver. Yep. Can you tell me who yep. Keith Kirkwood is? If you can, you're a bigger degenerate than me. So, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs>
0: I'm a Saints fan,
1: so I knew who that was.
0: But still yeah,
2: – and- but also, Lynn Bowden got 64% of snaps last week. So, they're, so just, they're just doing whatever they can to kind of stem the tide. Uh, we'll talk about the tight ends, like you said, in a minute.
0: All right. And with that seamless transition, the tight ends. Good matchup here for Laporta. Good matchup for Taysom Hill. Good Juwan Johnson actually got a lot more play last week. Sam Laporta, All. I have at three. Taysom Hill, I have at eight, and Juwan Johnson mm-hmm. at fifteen. Loaded tight end in tight end situation in this game. The DSTs we have the seventeenth best matchup for the Lions and the twenty fourth best matchup for the Saints. I have neither inside the top 12. I have the Lions at 14 and the Saints all the way down at 25 out of 26 teams. The Saints just cannot stop anyone. Well, they're banged up too. Lattimore's been out. Uh, Sorry, that was the DST of ranking on red. They're they're both mediocre for uh, DST, but regardless. Uh, The kickers, they are 17 and 24 there. And I don't know if I have – I probably have Riley Patterson inside the top 10. I do at nine. Riley Patterson at nine and Blake Groupie all the way down at sixteen. So it's not a pretty situation aside from the tight ends, but you can start the uh kicker Riley Patterson. Other than that, I don't think I want to start either defense here. Both kind of scary. No. When
1: one last time we had three running backs and three tight ends going into a game, all ranked on the top fifteen in the game. Like that's pretty bonkers. Mm-hmm. And not, and like one wide receiver. It's just it's such a weird game, this one. Listen,
2: I am I am firing up Taysom Hill, uh, everywhere I can. Me He's too. a lock for me to score a touchdown. I I'm happy to bet that anywhere I can as well, which I can't because I'm in Amsterdam and you know they don't like uh, foreigners. Uh, you know, <laughs> and by yeah, that sounds worse than I mentioned, But hey, you know uh, Stephen A. You know hit me up. But uh, the, the biggest issue here. Um, is that they don't have anybody else, right? Uh, so Taysom is going to touch the ball probably 10 times. Uh He might throw the ball. He's going to put it in the end zone somehow
0: this week. We have four games left, and I looked, and I'm like, wow, actually all four of them are half decent. So we will go with probably the worst game of the remaining four to get it out of the way here. Arizona? No, no. that's on tomorrow's uh <laughs> okay. That's an AFC game, I think. Brown's at Rams. So I have Flacco in. I don't think DTR is going to play. They have no, it's going be to 12th best matchup for Flacco. Want no part of that. Worst match matchup for Stafford. I want no part of that. I don't have Flacco <laughs> currently ranked, but when I do, he's going to be like 22. He's going to take the spot I have that DTR is at, which is like 22. Yeah. And Stafford is my lowest ranked non bryce Young player. He's 19. And then after that, Okay, so he's one behind Derek Carr. Behind him are only Bryce Young, Levis, Browning, Walker, and the rest of the shit sacks. So that tells you how I feel about staff. So. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it's rough. Um, yeah, Flacco's right behind Bryce Young in the rankings. It's like Bryce Young, the last, I guess, starting quarterback, and then it's just dumpster fire. So it's like, all right, yep. Joe Flacco, you've been the best of these guys in the past. By the way, he's going to check it down a bajillion times, so this is really good news for, like, Ford and Hunt. And David Njoku. We'll talk about it in a second. But like, he's got the quickest release in the NFL. He's not going to want to get hit. He's an old, man. His bones hurt. Mm-hmm. So he's just going to two step drop. He's going to get the ball. Like, that's what he's going to do. He's a fast rush. So, yeah. Expect super low A dot and all that. This is why I hate fantasy
0: football. Can you look at the rankings for quarterback 21 to 29 are Levis Browning, yeah. Walker, Ritter, DTR, Flacco, Zappy, Jones, and Tim Boyle. What is going well, on? What's
2: <laughs> going on is Lamar is off and there's uh who else josh allen is off mm-hmm. like there's a bunch of high-end guys who are just sitting on their ass this week uh no fault yeah. of their own so
0: well injuries uh, yeah. too we've got what yep. jets missing a quarterback although the jets quarterbacks have been so bad that aaron Rodgers has taken something in out of his mystery by a bag there and has got him back practicing after tearing his acl so
1: he's on some magic God. aaron Rodgers.
0: He doesn't move anyways. Let him go back out there. It's not like Of course he does. Watched. That's his
2: whole game. His whole game is moving enough. He's he's Tom Brady light. He can move enough. Uh, Tom Brady didn't move
0: either. Tom Brady was a statue.
2: Tom Brady he's moved a in ton the pocket there. Just, yeah. just within a phone booth, you
1: know? Right. <laughs> Quickly, yeah. We're going to see Aaron Rodgers' release is going to be a half a second. When he comes back, yeah. he's like, no, this light's terrible. I'm getting the ball out immediately. Remember
0: Ben Ross's murder? Yeah, exactly.
1: He's like, hey, all right, get it out. No, no, you're not touching me.
0: Okay, so it's crappy matchups for both running backs as well. 25th for the, for the Browns, 20th for the Rams. Having said that, I'm probably still starting two. I have got Kyron Williams at 13 and Jerome Ford at 20. So I still have two RB2s here. I feel like I might move Kyron up a little because I have Mostert ahead of him, but I'm not confident in that. Just goes to show you how much faith I have in Zach Moss. Good God. Thoughts? <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah. So this is Kyron's role. Like, he came back and was like, hey, guess what, guys? I'm by far the best mm-hmm. running back of this team. Kick these scrubs off the roster. Give me all the touches. So, like, that's what Kyron yep. does. And he fits that scheme perfectly. Like, I think that was the undersold part about Kyron is, like, his fit in the scheme and offense that run fits his skill set, like, ideally. So that's why he's getting all the touches. It works really well. On the flip side, we're talking about, like, Ford is much higher ranked than Hunt just because he gets all the passing work and he's going to get a ton of checkdowns in this game. So Ford's top twenty for me. Kyron's top twelve. He's right behind David Montgomery. So I'm confidently starting both these running backs. The matchups aren't great, but I really don't care. Like the volume in the role is good enough. So right with him.
2: I really don't want Kyron to uh, to play well in this game because uh, he did what he did against Arizona and it's a great sell high moment. But you just can't deny the role. Right. Um, Stafford is going to continue to check down. He saw six targets last week and converted that scored two touchdowns through the air. I mean, he's just going to be, he's not going to score. He's not going to be the RB one like he was last week, every single week going forward, but he could be an RB one every week, um, especially on that volume. So yeah. Fire him up. for Sure.
0: Good God. Running back's just as ugly as quarterback. (laughs) Like, my top 15 includes Kyron Williams, Jerome Ford, Zach Moss. What are we doing? What has happened? This season's drunk.
2: God. Every season is drunk, for sure. That, it that's what it is, though. Yeah. When you're on running back, that's why I, I hate them, and I try not to draft them <laughs> unless I'm forced to. So.
0: Wide receiver, 20th best matchup for the Browns. They have Flacco at quarterback. Second worst no. matchup for the Rams, who have Stafford at quarterback. This is ugly. I think I'm pretty sure Nakua is easily my highest ranked guy here. He is. Nakua is 16 for me. I have Cup at 22. I have Amari Cooper at 30, and then the rest fall off the planet. Eli Moore down at 42. So my highest ranked guy is Nakua at 16. That tells you yeah. how I feel about these quarterbacks and matchups.
1: Yeah, I don't know why people are so, seem to be so down on Puka lately. Like, he's just been better than Cup since he's been back. And he's just – the metrics and everything's good. He's just not scoring as many fancy points. But Cup's not really doing anything for you. But, yeah, those two, it's so much higher than Amari Cooper. I really don't want Amari Cooper. Like, dealing with that injury coming off, like, he's supposed to play, but it just seems treacherous to play him this week. And, yeah, so, like, those two, uh, I think Cup's 39 for me. I'm really worried, actually, about Cup. So he's a lot lower than I expected to have him, but this is what it is. And then we get down to, like, the Elijah Moore is like, 50 if you really want to take a dart throw on somebody who's going to be getting short underneath intermediate mm-hmm. stuff. That's, like – the thing is, um, Elijah Moore has just been awful. Like, he's been really bad at any metric you look right. at. So, it's really hard to have confidence in him this year. But, yeah, he's top 50 for me. So, you know, fire him up, I guess, if you're really desperate.
2: No, that's what I was going to say is that, uh, yeah, Nukua by far is is the number one ranked guy. But Elijah Moore could be the number one guy by the end of this game. You just don't know. Um you know, Cup is obviously injured. Um, Nakua, uh we're we're just, you know, we've seen him fall off the cliff. Tutu Atwell led the team last week on three targets, so it's just a, a mess over there right now. It's not going to get any better against the Browns. Uh, I will flex desperation, flex Elijah, um, but otherwise, yeah, it's it's yeah. not looking great.
0: That is easily the best analysis I've ever heard you do of a game. <laughs> I was frozen the whole the time. Shit, didn't so? hear a word of it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't hear a fucking nice. thing you said. I froze nice. sometime around. Uh, uh, I think you were talking about Eli Moore. I, I don't know. I heard Elijah Moore. That's it.
2: Good. I'm glad you didn't hear I was shit talking to you the whole time. So I just, just assumed that.
0: That's all right. That's all right. All right. Moving on to the tight You're ends. Right. We have probably the best player to own on the Browns right yes. now. David yes. Njoku gets the sixth best matchup and the worst for Higby, who I'm going to say this. If, you're, if you have Higby, check to see what Jeremy tweets out before the game. If he shit-talks Higby, fire him up. If he doesn't, leave him on your bench because it's the worst matchup. So Good I point. have
2: uh, – Good it? point. Two two touchdowns on the season for Higby. Both came last week immediately after I, I was crap-talking on Twitter. So, uh, I have been Joku means.
0: at 10 and Higby at 22.
2: Higby caught five. five balls. Higby caught five balls on five targets for 29 yards last week. What are we that's doing just, here?
1: He's efficient. A, beautiful. Just it's beautiful. <laughs> that's Tyler, that's Tyler Higby in a nutshell. Right right? Please yeah. tell us where
0: but, tell us where Tyler Higby hurt you, please. Yeah, for real. <laughs> in my
2: lineups. In my lineups.
0: <laughs> okay, so. Kickers, seventh best matchup for Dustin Hopkins, who's been the best kicker on the season. He is the best D hop in football, and the second or third worst matchup for Haversick. <laughs> so we are firing up Hopkins and we are benching Haversick. You like that, eh? Best God's D-hop fired. in football, eh? God's so fired. defenses. Good matchup for the Rams. I don't know about that. I guess I don't know if I want to play Flacco. I don't think Flacco turns the ball over that much. He's just going to check down the shit out of this. So if I look at my rankings here, I have the Rams at nine and the Browns all the way down at 18. I don't really want to start either of these. My gut tells me I'd rather start the Browns, but that's because I love the Browns defense. I, I don't know. I don't know why the Rams are such a bad matchup for DSTs. Stafford turns the ball over a ton. I'm not sure why it's such the such low fantasy production, but what do you guys think?
1: Yeah, like um, I'm, much like the weird thing with Flacco is like I just don't expect him to get many yards, so he'll check it down, but I don't expect him to score a lot of points with him this week. It's his first week back. He's been just chilling, living the good life, been doing whatever he's been doing, and then he's like, "Hey, we need a starting quarterback." Okay, I, Flacco's like, "Sure, fire me up. We'll see what I got." Um, yeah, I don't feel good. I, I really only guy I want is Joe. On like Cleveland side and Ford, like those two, the is going to see like a bajillion targets, like no yeah. doubt, like he's going to see all the targets. So, yeah, like those two, For nobody real. else. Um, yeah.
2: And the only guy that I want is D Hop DeAndre Hopkins faces Indy, Miami, Houston, Seattle, Houston to end the season. Go buy him. <laughs> Go and buy. Him.
0: He might finish second of all the D Hops in fantasy score. <laughs> well, oh I mean, he's the God. little kicker
1: like- one, right? It's really hard <laughs> to beat those. <laughs>
0: god i wonder who has more fantasy points i feel like i want to look this up now it just to see which hopkins has more fantasy points all right let's move uh-huh. on to dolphins at commanders we have the best matchup for tua good lord this has denver written all over it and the 14th best matchup for howell tua has got to be high he is he's four uh and where the hell is Sam Howell? Sam Howell is seven. So fire up both quarterbacks in this one. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, I got,
2: I, I've got. I've got, got, got the yeah. results of our poll. Uh, Dustin Hopkins uh, is the is the kicker one with one hundred and eighteen points. DeAndre Hopkins one hundred and thirty four PPR Ooh. points.
1: Hopkins can catch him this week. <laughs> he might catch him this week. Not against oh, Indy. He's good. He's getting, he's getting oh. in the end zone. Oh, man. Yeah, let's hope so. We, we desperately need it. It's, <laughs> it's all right. Um, yeah, so Tua finally gets a good matchup. So we're back to, like, rolling with Elite Tua this week because this Washington defense is atrocious. They literally cannot stop anyone. They can't pressure the quarterback. They can't stop right. Like, they can't do a damn thing. So yeah. we saw any team going against them. We saw Dak light them up. We saw Gino light them up. It doesn't matter. Like, they're just getting destroyed. So Tua, like you saw him, he's, like, by QB2 this week. Like, we are firing Tua up everywhere. And riding with Tua. And that's the best scenario play. though, because
0: the dolphins are total frauds and can't score against a good defense. So yeah. I think like, I wrote that be... in my start sit that they're total frauds and can't score. Luckily, the commanders are not a good defense. So
1: start <laughs> no, them. No, they're not <laughs> There's it's college terrible. defense better than them right now. It's, it's, it's yeah. just rough. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Look at these rankings: first, second, first, third. <laughs> they're good against tight ends, apparently, but you weren't playing Durham Smythe anyway. So exactly <laughs>
1: Well, they
2: traded away all their good players, you know, that, that's what right. happens. You know, uh, Ron Rivera's done. The, the whole team is done. Uh, Tua, you got two weeks in a row, Washington and Tennessee, fire him up. Otherwise, uh, the Jets again, Dallas and Baltimore to end the season. So if you can trade him at any point after a good game, do it. Um, otherwise, yeah, Sam Howell will volume his way to a decent game, but uh, it'll be tough for him to sneak into the QB1 conversation this week, I
0: think. Hey, don't you shit talk Josh Allen light.
2: I enjoy life. Sam Howell, but he's no longer the QB four. I think he's uh, QB six now, so Ooh, he, he's dropping a little bit. We need, Jeez, we he's need a uh, Yeah, we need uh, Sam Howell to step it up here at the end.
0: All right, running backs, twelfth best matchup for the Dolphins, twenty third best matchup for the Commanders, and despite this, I. think... I feel like every week I'm really low on Robinson and yeah, I have him as RB twenty. He's like RB three on the season, and for some reason my projections still can't get him up any higher. I'm gonna That's move Robbie. him up manually here to RB third RB fourteen.
1: Yeah, they're, they're all clumped together in rankings this week, like including Hane, Ain, Mostert, and like Robinson. So I need to adjust these rankings because it's all 24, 25, and 27. And I'm like, yeah, no, we're fixing that. Like, that's way too low for those guys. But yeah, like, it's this is the ideal matchup. I get it. Like, play play's not been the best, but Moster and H chain could easily find the end zone, have big plays, and all of that. So you want to start both of them, fire them up. And B Rob, his role is fantastic. So rankings and projections might have them that high, but. Like, he's a solid RB2, at worst case for you. Like, he's just going to get the volume and do all that. Gibson's healthy, so he might cut into a little bit of his role. Right. But overall, like, he's still a fire Robinson.
2: Yeah, that's the one thing I was going to say is that we know that Washington's going to be down, so Gibson could see some work. I'm not trusting it uh, because I think Curtis Samuel probably goes nuclear again this week. Um, but, yeah, Robinson is a smash play, uh, although I would like the Dolphins backs over him.
0: Uh, wide receiver, second best matchup for Miami. Good God, thirteenth best for Washington. So I probably am gonna have three smash starts here. I assume Hill is very yeah. Hill's my wide receiver one. Waddle is my seven, and Terry McLaurin is fifteen for me. Where do you guys see this? I'm trying to find McLaurin. I have Samuel at thirty-five, and I don't even know where I have Dotson. Dotson at thirty-nine. So I have five top forty wide receivers in this one. On McLaurin,
2: McLaurin real quick, uh, over the last, it looks like, seven weeks, uh, he's had a low of seven targets. He's just only scored one touchdown, so he's not really converting into high-end fantasy points. That's really his issue. The volume is there. Uh, The problem is Howell isn't uh, super accurate, so they're not always connecting. And then the lack of touchdowns is the problem for him. Uh, But the role is awesome. So you wish he could be – converting more, uh, but it's not a Terry McLaurin problem, that's for sure. Um, so, yeah, I, I like him, but I also like Curtis Samuel. I think they just need him. Um, the problem is is uh, he's not consistent week to week. Uh, that's really why I have him on a, on a squad or two. I can just never bring myself to start him uh, over more reliable options, but he's a nice boom and a great boom spot, I think, uh, to do it again this week. Uh, yeah, and on the other side, you're, you're firing up Hill and Waddle and expecting massive
1: days. Yeah. I think Samuel is the perfect best ball guy because like you're saying, you can't, it's impossible to start him. I mean, this yeah. week with all the injuries and the buys, like I actually don't mind flexing him. Like it, it could work out. It's just Dotson's been incredibly disappointing as good as McLaurin's role is. He's been disappointing once again in yep. fantasy. So we kind of just, you know, it is what it is with him. Like they're throwing it 40 plus times a game and these, yep. these two wide receivers are still 45. getting images. Yeah. So it's just, it's still rough. Like you're like, this is the perfect situation. It's still not working out. So, that's a little bit on the wide receivers as the quarterback, but yeah, like Samuel's just throwing on their side. He's a good player. Like it is what it is. I mean, the other two, like you don't even really talk about each fire fill and Waddle up and expect a buck fifteen touchdown from each one. Basically, yeah,
0: yeah. Tight ends, I have Durham Smythe outside twenty five. <laughs> I have Logan Thomas as a low end tight end. One, he's twelve. He yep. can volume his way. Sly, I want nothing to do with. He's been bad, and it's a bad matchup. Sanders, I have as my kicker six on the weekend. He was one of my streamers in my article. I'd like to fire him up. The Dolphins were also a defense I have in the article. They are my DST one on the week in this lovely matchup. And the Commanders are DST, or a 13th best matchup. I want no part of them. So fire up Thomas if you need him. And both Sanders and the Dolphins DST are solid streaming options. And are on waivers in a lot of leagues because... They were my, it's amazing. I've had a lot of leagues where I've been streaming positions this year. So I've been uh, streaming. I stream both of them a lot this week. Thoughts?
1: Yeah. If you're starting the commander defense, you're going to be doing the game. That's just pain everywhere. So don't, don't start the commander defense. whatever you do. No, thank you.
2: Agree. And uh, Sam Howell, uh, despite weird game against the Giants, he's just not turning the ball over a lot through the air. Uh, So it's just something to consider there. But uh, he will get sacked. So you can you can fire up the Dolphins' D for sure. So he's
0: not turning the ball over. What you're telling me is he might be better than Josh Allen. No,
2: uh, I, I don't know about that. No. But I do know Just he's no. better than Patrick Mahomes this season.
0: Oh no, <laughs> I'm gonna go tweet oh, that to Dennis no. later. Mahomes, okay, bookmark. Did, or or did he fall or Jesse? we yeah, both it. Yeah. I'm sending that to Dennis. Eight, just that's Dennis. six point
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: all, all right this is the QB yeah. eight and six point but hang on he's uh he's worse than four point. let's see okay just uh this right. is a this is good
1: dead air uh podcast Jeremy's thing. gonna find that win he's gonna find that win
2: no uh, it's still QB eight. Oh well it is oh but, you know screw no, up uh, we, we still got
0: QB six Sam Howell ahead of him moving <laughs> on to the, the, the <laughs> chiefs as we discuss them chiefs at Packers Bad matchup for Mahomes, bad matchup for Love. Mahomes is still, I I don't know, was he three for me? He is three, and I have, where the hell is he? Jordan Love is 12 for me. I'm actually higher on Jordan Love than I have been. He's actually looked decent. So I'm firing both of these two up. Obviously, I would much rather have Patrick Mahomes. Both teams have pretty good pass defenses, though, obviously by the rankings here in the matchup. Uh, I don't love it. I don't think this one's going to be a shootout, but I think both are... Pretty good starts. Thoughts? Yeah.
1: Jordan Love is QB9 for me this week. So uh, that was surprising to me when I saw those rankings. But, yeah, this is, the, like, the gut check for Love to see because he's had really good matchups lately. So now he's going up against quite possibly the best defense in the NFL or one of the best defenses in the NFL to really see how good he is gelling with these wide receivers. So as good as it has been, this is the game where I'm a little more cautious than I would be, like, the past couple weeks just because Kansas City's defense is so good. But with that said, he's been incredible. The wide receivers are coming on strong. He's top-10 quarterback, like, you're firing up both quarterbacks, and I get it. Mahomes like has not been vintage Mahomes, but he's still been very good. So like you fire up both these guys.
2: Totally agree. Uh this is a gut check for Patrick Mahomes, right? If he can't be, you know, he did it last week to the tune of QB eight, but against the Raiders. Uh he did it the week before, but against the atrocious Philly D. Now he's got a decent secondary to deal with, and there's a bit of a pass rush. Rashawn Gary went nuts last week, right? So uh, who knows uh, if he's if he's going to be able to be upright and getting the ball to this guy, but you're still firing up this guy anyway because he's a monster. Rashi Rice. I think this is more of a Pacheco game though than a Mahomes game. Yeah.
0: yeah. Moving on to that, I have uh, Pacheco at six right now in the tenth best matchup. Move him up. 19th best matchup for the Packers. I think I have Aaron Jones ranked, or not ranked at all. Dylan's at 28. I don't have Jones ranked because I don't know if he plays. If he plays, I don't know how long he plays. I just want to completely avoid it. Pacheco I have at six, and I may move him up. No, I have him at seven, and I'm moving him up to five. He's fine. Yeah, I, I
1: like it. Fun caveat is both Jones and Dylan mispracticed yesterday. So, yeah, like that's exciting, right?
0: So After Taylor. Uh,
1: I, I wasn't <laughs> starting Dylan anyway. I was like I'm just done with Dylan. Yeah, like, you can't, just, you can't. Not, not even on a roster. We're not doing Dylan. I don't okay. care about the role. He sucks. Like, we're just not doing it. Um, yeah. If Jones plays, like he'll be a low end RB2. It's just you don't know how healthy he's gonna be, kind of an issue with him all season, right? He's still talented, it just sucks. And on the flip side, Pacheco's top ten, like Pacheco's been very good. The role sets up very well. They've leaned on him more because they've struggled with passing back Because as our friend Harry says right here, that wide receiver room is incredibly gross, and that is so true. So outside of roster, this guy. Yeah, Rashi Rice is the one guy, the one (laughs) shining star in that room. The rest of it is just – look at these names. Hardman, Moore, Tony. Like, no, thank you. We don't want that. Um, Yeah, so Pacheco, baby. It's Pacheco week. He's top ten.
2: He's going to be an absolute monster. I don't care how good uh, Green Bay is up front. It doesn't matter. They've been giving it up. And, uh, you know, Pacheco's seeing it in the receiving game as well. Mahomes just doesn't have time. He has to check down. Uh, He can't run around the way he used to. He's been trying. Um, but it was nice to see him check down to uh to Pacheco five times last game that should continue
0: uh the receivers here bad matchups for both i have a lot of players ranked in the 30th here my highest ranked of all the receivers is uh uh washi at 26 and then i have dubs and what dubs and watson Nothing. and you heard that wrong i didn't say Doves and Watson. I sure you know, have all ranked in the thirtieth. So I are thirties. I think I have four wide receiver threes in this group. With Rice being possibly a wide receiver two. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm with it. And interestingly enough, McKinnon is, was another DMP. So if he's not playing, like like um Jeremy was talking about, like that's just good news for Pacheco getting more checkdowns on this offense, right? Because that takes out the pass role for him. So yeah, firing up. I mean, outside of Rice the, I really don't want a Kansas City wide receiver. I'm not sure exactly where they're ranked, but let me double-check. But the Packers guys are all clumped together once again. Um, we have Christian Watson. He's top 24. And then it kind of comes down to Jaden Reed and Romeo Dubs in, like, the 35, 36 range. Um, obviously, Rashi Rice is the highest guy for me. So, those are top 22 guys, both of those guys. So, I'm starting both of those confidently. Then after that, we're only really touching the Bills.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I just love Rashi Rice. Uh, I don't necessarily love the matchup, but I love the way he was used last week. Finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, They threw him more than a few screens behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, He's been a yak monster this year. Uh, I believe now he's up to seventh in the entire NFL in yards after catch. He's getting it done. Get him the ball. I don't want to hear about Kadarius, Tony. I don't want to hear about drop king, Justin Watson. I don't want to hear about Sky Moore. You need to get the ball to Rashi Rice after Travis Kelsey and let him work. Outside of that, Um, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't want anything to do with Kansas City. Uh, I'll fire up Watson, then Reed, uh, then the rest of them over there in Green
0: Bay. Tight ends, middle of the pack matchup for Kelsey, bad matchup for Kraft. Surprise, surprise. Kelsey is tight end one for me. Tucker Kraft. I have all the way down at 17, not loving him. I don't mind him with no Luke Musgrave, but he's more of a stash for me. Uh, the kickers 21st best matchup for Butker what is that sorry sorry 32nd for Carlson I would assume I have Butker ranked high I do Butker's at six Carlson is not Carlson's down at 22 and at DST bad matchups for both 22nd for the Chiefs 26 for the Packers I have the Chiefs still at eight and I have the Packers down at much lower Packers down at 23. So start all three chiefs, avoid all three Packers in the end is kind of what my, my consensus is here. I don't know about you guys.
2: Yep. Uh, The one thing I want to say about the chiefs real quick is they haven't played anybody this season. And if they had, they lost, right? So they lost to Detroit uh, on opening day. Uh, They beat Jacksonville, Chicago, the jets, Minnesota, Denver, the chargers. Uh, Then they lost to Denver again beat Miami in a close one, lost to Philly, and beat uh, Vegas. So the schedule gets a little more difficult, at least with the Green Bay and Buffalo on the docket. But uh, they're going to just kind of ease their way in the playoffs this year, and they're not very good. So just you, you, Mahomes has to continue to feed Kelsey um, if they want to win here.
0: We will close the show out with the game of the week. It is? <laughs> it's in Arizona. <laughs> oh, no, that's next week. What's the what game of the week? Come on, what's the best game? Uh,
1: oh, cool. Since no, oh, San Francisco, Philadelphia.
0: That's what. It is. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I was like, wait, why am I not seeing this? Hey, I'm okay. Yeah,
0: oh, fuck. That's the game of the week. So we have the second best matchup for Purdy, third worst for Hertz. It doesn't matter. Hertz is my two. Purdy is my six. I am firing them both up. Uh, this Philly pass defense is terrible. That's why Brock Purdy is ranked so high. What do you guys think? Yeah, there's
1: confidence with the 49ers. Uh, Interestingly enough, on the flip side for Philadelphia, it's probably going to bring everybody down because San Francisco's defense is so good. So, like, the rankings, I'm just going to have these guys ranked lower than I would normally, so just a few spots. But, I mean, Hurts is just – he's incredible. He's QB1 basically every week. So, we fire up Hurts. We don't care about the matchup. Like, you just put him in your starting lineup and you just roll with those sweet, sweet fancy points. He was not even good last week, and he was, like, a top-two quarterback. Like, that's just – he had five touchdowns somehow and, like, no yards. It was incredible. So yeah, you fire up You rolled it.
2: Yeah, Hurts is gonna is gonna smash. Uh, he's gonna put two more touchdowns in on the ground for sure. But I am Brock hard for Purdy this week. He is going to absolutely crush this terrible, terrible Eagle secondary. You have to
0: fire up every quarterback against the Eagles. <laughs> Do it. Bookmark that. Oh yeah,
1: that's a good one. That was well thought oh, out. Right. Well done. I was not prepared. I am uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> all right moving on to the running back for that high note uh why do we always go off the rails towards the end of the show third worst matchup for the eagles i still have deandre swift at rb20 this week worst matchup in fantasy football for the 49ers so as a result i have christian mccaffrey as rb1
1: that's what it is right i don't care you exactly. literally can't fade McCaffrey. I don't care. You like don't it's care. like his war above the second highest running back is by far the biggest gap between any number one to number two player. Like in any position, mm-hmm. it's a massive gap from him to. I think it's uh, Mostert. Like it's just a monumental gap. Like McCaffrey's a whole different level. He's single handedly carrying teams to playoffs. Like that's how good he's been. His advantage is better than Kelsey, better than any wide receiver, better than any quarterback. Like he's just a fancy god. So yeah, we love McCaffrey. I don't care about the matchup
2: no totally agree on the other end it's swift and swift is a little concerning right he's if he's not finding the end zone he's really not putting up the points that you need him to and of course we know that jalen hurts is out there boltering touchdowns every week um you know last week should have been a smash spot against buffalo he only put up uh 8.9 this might be half ppr points um but 80 yards and nothing else 80 yards on the ground uh four through the air so against san francisco they'll they'll probably need him but Hurts has taken those uh, rushing TDs away and he's not checking down because he's a rushing quarterback. So we knew this could be the case with Swift. Uh, All that said, he's still the RB7, right? So you're still playing him, but uh, but the matchup is not
0: good. 80 yards is a great game if fucking Jalen Hurts doesn't vulture all his fucking touchdowns every week. (laughs) 80 yards and a touchdown (laughs) is a hell of a game, but fucking Jalen Hurts. So, all right, wide receivers, we have the best matchup for San Francisco and the 12th best. Or Philly. So there could be fireworks here. I have all four, I think, in the top 20. I have AJ Brown at five. I have Ayuk at 11. I have Deep Hole at 13. And I have Devonta DVS at 15. What'd you call him? Yeah. Debo. <laughs> I'm not a Debo fan. Yeah. No, yeah,
2: I, I, I thought you they're... called him Deep Hole. And
0: I thought we were. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> deep we Hole. Are. I called him Deep, deep <laughs> Hole. Deep <laughs> Hole. <laughs> deep Hole. <laughs> Um, anyway, so I have, all three, what? <laughs> I have yeah. all three or all four of them are 15 or higher, including DVS. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: they're all they're top 13, all four of them. So like we just, I don't care, you just put them in lineups. It's just an ideal matchup for the San Francisco guys and the Philly guys are so good. The interesting thing is Goddard's trying to play this week, so we will see what happens on. He hasn't rolled out yet, we'll so see. he comes back, maybe that changes how we have Smith ranked. But in the meantime, I'm just treating like Goddard like he's out. So that's where I'm going with at the moment.
2: Speaking of out, I'm out. Uh, I'll be back in two minutes. We'll see if we're still on air.
0: We won't be. So <laughs> see you later.
2: <laughs> <laughs> later.
0: All right. See okay. And uh, moving on to tight end, we have 11th best matchup for the 49ers, fourth worst for the Eagles. I have Kittle as two, and as you said before, I have Goddard unranked because I don't think he's playing. Uh, just a sec here. I gotta click over. Uh kickers. We have bad matchups for both the Niners and the Eagles. I have Jake Moody still at five. I have Elliot. Oh, I have Elliot at one. So they are both still top five kickers despite the matchups. This game may end in a lot of field goals. So or you know, a lot of extra points. So there should be great opportunities. So they're both top five for me. The defenses, I'm sure, are still decently ranked, but 11 for the 49ers and 22 for the Eagles just shows you how good the offenses are. Uh, This is a great week where you, if you could stream a second defense and sit San Francisco, I would advocate for doing so, but if you have to play them, there's worse things that could happen. Who did they, who was it last week? Oh, I had Buffalo last week against the Eagles and I couldn't afford to, to bench them and no, it didn't work out terrible for me. They didn't hurt me. They didn't help me. It was just kind of, you know, they got me eight points or something. Wasn't terrible, yeah.
1: Because the turnovers,
0: yeah,
1: Yeah, that's what you get. But yeah,
0: like turnovers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you. It's just I'm. I really don't want to play their defense, but San Francisco defense has been so good. Like I would much prefer to play them than the Philly defense. The Philly defense just has not been that good this year.
2: Yeah, there's just one thing I'm looking out for. If Goddard is playing, if I have to fire him up, I will. But that should cut into Devonta Smith's uh, usage as usual. So just be prepared for. Uh, slightly down game, potentially, you might want to put some other boom guys in your lineup to cover for him.
1: Agree. Do you guys want to hit on this for a second? Sure. Go ahead. Do you guys have any interest in Ertz after he's leaving for the f- For free. Yeah. I'll give up a bench spot for free Ertz
2: for sure, but otherwise, no, I'm not, I'm not making moves to get him. I'll take him up off the waiver wire
1: and throw him on my IR spot, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, like I just, I don't. He needs a good offense, like and a really good quarterback, and I don't think he's going to up to in that situation. A, what
0: a great landing! And spot no
1: competition. Be.
0: Well, okay, yeah, well, that's having said that, Miami. He lands in Miami where there's no tight end, and I, I don't mind. I, I'll, I'll pick him up off of waivers just to stash yeah. him for a week in Miami. That's probably it's the just, best
1: situation he could walk into, like honestly, because their tight end just don't use is so it. Tire. You yeah. know, they don't use the tight end as much, and
2: and with Tyreek Hill and Waddle out there, and Achan coming back, like. Most are like the amount of speed, and then you're going to throw Zach Ertz into there. He's just never going to see the ball. Of speed? Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of another team that could use a tight end, and like I can't think. Of
2: um, I saw single. someone mention the Ravens, but yeah. uh, I think I mean, likely is he better than likely? I don't
1: think Ertz. he's better than likely. Yeah, uh,
2: you know, I think I think where a team is going to need him is for his blocking ability. So I think that's where the Ravens make a little bit of sense because he can block and then leak out, but. Um, Yeah, I'm not excited really about wherever he goes because he's going to have competition and he's going to have to learn the playbook and, you know, the blocking assignments are the biggest issues. It's why young tight ends typically, uh, even though the league's changing, typically don't uh, pop off in the first year. They have to learn so much on the O-line.
1: I think thankfully he's never really been much of a blocker, so they've used him more of a wide receiver throughout his career. So, like, it's a little bit easier for him, but agreed. If it's a new playbook and a new scheme he's not familiar with, it's going to take him a while to get up to speed. But like,
0: I just – I'm just honestly not really
1: that interested in it, to tell you the truth.
0: Yeah. All right. I guess that wraps it up with a great game. Sorry, I'm dealing with something else at the same time.
2: <laughs> All good, man.
0: No, we've got, you'll see it's in the, you're in the chat. So you'll see exactly right. what I was responding to, but okay, I see it, yeah. all right. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow. I think we're going to have to do 1230 cause I've got something to do before that and can't make noon uh, tomorrow. We have the AFC home games. Uh, like I said, at 1230, uh, thank you everyone for tuning in from Aaron, Jesse and Jeremy take care and we will have, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Take care.